Hey guys, this is Zach Cummings, UFC, welterweight, middleweight, and light heavyweight. Check out Hung Overhand Right. Welcome back to Hung Overhand Right. My name's Jonathan, that's Dylan, that's Chad, and we're going to talk about the matchups in the last seven or eight days, roughly. Uh, UFC matchups, that is. And we're going to go rapid fire through the ones that are a little less important and then save the, the best for last and spend some extra time on the big ones. You guys ready? Let's go. All right. Fernando Padilla versus Luis Puello added to UFC Vegas 88 on March 23rd. Nate Manis out versus Azat Maxim. Charles Johnson stepping in. He's got to get it going. He's lost three in a row, I believe. Josh Quinlan uh, gets a new opponent, or he steps in to face uh, Danny Barlow coming off the contender series at UFC 298. Manuel Torres versus Chris Duncan added to UFC Mexico. That's going to be a banger. They both like to slug it out, and they both are hittable. Thimba Garimbo gets a new opponent. Pete Rodriguez uh, coming off a big, long layoff. Steps in. Lucas Breschke, not not going well for him, and he uh, they're not doing him any favors. He's got Johnny Walker's older or younger brother, who's also six six, who's a heavyweight. Varner, any thoughts right? on Varner? Walter. Walter, that's what it is. Walter. Uh, any thoughts on him? You guys heard of him at all? I watched a little bit of him. I watched a couple of his. Uh, he's got a couple fights on YouTube and stuff. Early fights, and he's just like a big beast. Just a big brawler, on honestly. It's just a big, and he's big, just mean, ugly dude. Just wants to kill somebody. He is ugly. <laughs> I would rather fuck Johnny for sure. I mean. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I mean, I can see the resemblance a little bit, but look. I, I think he's younger, right? Or is he older? I I don't know. He looks older. Yeah, but How I old think is Johnny? he might yeah. be. He might. He might be younger. How old is Johnny, do you know, top of your head? He's got to be 31, 32? Yeah, somewhere in there, 33 maybe. Okay. Walter's 26, so he's oh. definitely younger. That kid's 26? Yeah, apparently. And, and the weird thing is he trains in Moscow, Russia, yeah. according to Tapology. I was just getting ready to say he, he trains somewhere weird, just like Johnny in SBG. Like, it just... Yeah. Now, I mean, real quick, and we won't spend too much time on this one, but Lucas Breschke... Just got knocked out by Waldo Cortez Acosta, and he had lost two fights in a row before that by decision. So it's like crystal clear what the UFC is doing here. I mean, oh yeah, they're they're uh, throwing them to the wolves and trying to give uh, Varner a cakewalk. They're trying to they think he's going to knock him out. Walter. Walter. I keep saying Varner, dude. Every time you Walter. say, I think of Jamie Varner. Yeah, Jamie yeah, Varner. Walker. That's what I'm. I'm all fucked up. My I mean, honestly, Walter. He, he he was originally booked against Jake Collier, and that wouldn't have gone good for Jake, but it probably would have been a better fight than Breschke. You're probably right. All right, moving along. Dennis Bazooka versus Connor Matthews. Bazooka, this is it for him. This is his last shot. He's 0-2 in the UFC. Um, this is a pretty good one. Ricardo Ramos, Julian Arosa, uh, both – Big, tall featherweights, 
both have weird losses and weird wins. Mm-hmm. Dylan, you're a Juicy J guy. Any, any thoughts on him versus Ricardo Ramos? I love Juicy J. What's his uh, – I can't think of what his record looks like right now, like what he's coming off of. Um. Well, he's six. You talking about Julian? Yeah, he's six and seven in the UFC. I mean, I just he's got such weird win. I mean, his wins are Jamal Emmer, Sean Woodson, Nate the Train, right. Char- Charles Jordan, and Akeem Dawadu. His losses are Patty Pimblett outside the UFC. Didn't Grant Dawson, Julio Arce, Sung Woo Choi, Alex Caceres, Fernando Padilla. Like, did not know he lost to Patty outside the UFC. Yeah, Cage Warriors. Because if they would have matched them up in the UFC, I would probably pick J- Julian. Yeah. But it's like Julian's almost like beaten better guys than he's lost to. Right. It's like it's really weird. But... He, always, he always puts on a show, man. I always like watching him fight. Yeah. I mean, as far as his recent I think he I think he's coming off a win, I believe. Oh no, two in a row. Two losses in a row, actually. first round, both of them. Damn. Bruce Leroy and Fernando Padilla. He'll get it done. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I mean, Ramos Ramos has kind of got like the, I don't know, like the old school Oliveira or the Andre Muniz thing where he's like got all the talent and he's a good grappler, but he like gets submitted. Mm-hmm. He like gasses and gets subbed. So, I don't know. It's, it's a tough matchup because – um. Ramos is, is dangerous too, like everywhere. But I think Julian will be there longer than Ramos will. Yeah. All right, moving on. Jarno Aaron's the the Dutchman versus Steven Wynn, UFC Vegas eighty eight. Uh Luis Rodriguez versus Dennis Bondar. Hold on, what is I'm trying to see what you what Aaron's tattoo says on his chest. Um, live to ride. <laughs> I want to know what he's referring to. Cause that's pretty goddamn funny. Is he a, a Dutch biker? You think he could be, or maybe like motocross or actually. Yeah. I mean, MotoGP is kind of big over there, huh? Yeah. It could be that could be uh long distance cycling. Could be horsies. Probably. One of <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of those last two that isn't as cool. He could be a jockey. Yeah. yeah. Um. This uh, this Luis Rodriguez versus Dennis Bondar, UFC Mexico. This Luis Rodriguez guy, I don't know much about him, but his nickname's Lazy Boy. He's twenty four years old. He's sixteen and two. Five wins in a row. Got some ears on him. He does. <laughs> so, and Bondar, he just he's been getting his ass whooped in there lately. He he gets hit a lot, so this is obviously in Mexico. So combat we know peso masca, huh? Combate de peso masca. Is that who reported it? No, it says that right under their names on the on the poster. Oh, <laughs> and I I wish I knew what that meant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna save that one. Christian Rodriguez versus Isaac Dolgarian. Dolgarian, he's Kansas City guy, our neck of the woods. Uh, came in there in his debut and knocked the shit out of Francis Marshall. But Christian Rodriguez just, like, keeps getting it done against all the fucking 
guys the UFC loves. Yep. Simon and uh, Raul Rosas. Yeah. Beat him back to back. Yeah, no, he's, he's got it. Uh, he's pretty squirrely, dude. His grappling's pretty good. He's got pretty decent hands, too. He's got to make weight. Yeah. He's missed a couple times now, and that's probably why. I mean, you would think beating Raul Rosas and Cameron Simon back-to-back, you'd be getting a bigger name. Right. Isaac Dolgarian's like 6-0. Giving him a tough guy at a heavier weight class. Yeah, is it up? Isn't it? Uh, Did he miss weight? He missed weight. Simon, uh, Simon a 35-er? This, this is at 45. I feel like that was at 45, too. He missed weight at 55, too? Doesn't Cameron Simon and Ra- Raul Rosas fight at 45, or is that? I thought it was 35. I'm not sure on that one, Cotton. One second here. Bantamweight, okay, yeah, Bantamweight. So they, they, I guess they did make him go up then. But yeah, I mean, this, yeah, clearly they, they are not happy about the weight misses. So they're like, here's six and oh, Isaac Dolgarian, who just <laughs> come, knocked somebody out in his debut. Like, so, uh, our buddy Micah, he knows Isaac Dolgarian pretty well. So, uh, kind of root for him. Um, Toshioma, Toshiomi Kazama versus Shara Lampos Gregorio. This Kazama guy, uh, he was on that, that road to the UFC and in, in China or what, or the Asian thing that they did kind of that nobody knew about. Mm-hmm. Gets knocked out by Renya Nakamura in his debut and then gets knocked out in that, in the first round and then gets knocked out in the first round in Singapore by Garrett Armfield. So. Oh, okay, it's that guy. Yeah. So he's two two first round knockouts in a row. So this is this is his last shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't Go I don't know much about this other guy, but Charlie Lampos. Yeah, he's got a cool name. Um eight and three, six KOs. Just a first round knockout in the contender series was the last fight, so I don't know. Uh, a couple guys we were all pretty familiar with: Davy Grant, Cody Gibson, March twenty third. This fight's a banger. Yeah, I re- we all know what Davy Grant brings. I mean, he throws a lot of like spinny shit. Seems to none of it really lands, but he's always he's he's the he'll he'll bang it out. And I really like Cody Gibson. Yeah, Cody he's Gibson's t- got a he's got to win. This is like he's in one of those guys' last shots, like. Gotta, yeah, those like he's one of those guys. He can't. He's this. I mean, this is his what second chance now. Yeah, I mean, he was in the UFC in 2015, went one and three, and then came back just recently on tough, like what year and a half ago. Yeah, and he's at upper 30s. So yeah, he's getting old, but dude, I I really fucking like him. This is not an easy. It's not an easy go for him here. It's gonna no. be a. Good, I, I'm gonna take. Early reaction. I think I'm going to take Cody to win it, but that's going to be a good fucking fight. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be a fun one for sure. Cody's just got the probably the more well-rounded skill set, but Davy's got the unpredictability that can cause you some trouble. Right. 
Um, William Gomez and Shailander and Becky out of their fights, so they, I believe, took their opponents and matched them up, which is Melzik Bagdasarian and Hyder Emil. And, okay, so let's talk about uh, Josh Parisen's next uh, next so murderer. I <laughs> yeah. I, I know about this guy because you can't if you follow MMA at all. You can't not know about him. You're going to see highlights of this guy. Yeah, that's how oh, yeah. I really came across clips, and he's just knocking dudes out in like four seconds. Like I saw a thing. He's got the long or the longest reach in not only UFC history but ever. Um, and like any promotion, it's 87 inches. He's one of those. He came from the same factory. That fucking uh, got, huh? Yo, he came from the same factory as Romero did, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, uh, no, he's a I he's mean, six every, seven, six Test seven, two, probably murder. weighs in at the limit. Got some tits on him, and he literally has like a combined fight time of like twenty seconds. Yeah, his months. his first fight I think was a decision. His second fight, twelve second knockout. Third fight, three second knockout. Three seconds. Last fight, four seconds. How we do? What's the his, thing? What's his record? Four and four and four and It's insane. No, he throws. I mean, murder bombs. It's. it's I, I don't know. It's it's kind of scary, but I well, mean, good luck, Parisian. Yeah. Uh, Parisian's not. He's not the guy. I don't think. But this guy's also thirty-five years old. Holy shit, he's already 35? And he's like a pro kickboxer, so it's like the age, that's one factor. But also, the kickboxers, they're kind of either it works out really good in MMA or really bad. Like, it's one or the other, usually. So, this is an obvious step up in competition, though. I mean, I know Parisian's not like a heavyweight killer in the UFC, but this is going to be by far the toughest dude I, this guy's yeah. I feel like Parisian's like one of the worst heavyweights in the UFC, but this is like significantly better than anybody right. he's fought in MMA. He yeah. might, he's not going to go in there and five second knockout Parisian. I wouldn't think. No, <laughs> you wouldn't think. <laughs> but watch <laughs> it fucking happen, dude. Said a UFC record fastest knockout throws one punch. I don't know if Parisian's going to be the guy to derail this hype train, the Cuban, the huge Cuban hype train. But I think he, he could. If he puts him on his back, then right. what? He fucking could. Yeah. We've only this guy knock people out. Yeah, that's the thing. There's so everyone's so stoked about him, but it's like when I see four second knockouts, it's like I, I basically saw nothing. Right. Like they didn't show me anything. Yeah, they didn't show. You don't learn anything about him. No, they didn't show like, anything from that decision when he could have looked like shit. That's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm definitely not getting too excited about this guy at all yet. But we'll see. I mean, he's young enough for heavyweight though to make something happen if he is the real deal. Yeah. Well, if he comes in like Pereira did, and just keeps knocking motherfuckers out. Yeah. He could shoot up. You know, maybe not as fast as Pereira because he doesn't have an Izzy that brought him up. But oh, he shoot. He's shooting up. He's shooting up. Maybe not up the rankings, but he's shooting. He's shooting up something. <laughs> yeah, he's a test tube fucking murderer, dude. That's what I said earlier. Oh, he's shooting up all right. 
He's got more than one hole in his ass. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> um, I don't trust Cuba. Any of the Russians or the Cubans, you can't trust them. Commies. I mean, just look at the Olympics. They, they laid they laid the blueprint out. They, they're like, hey, we we juice our, our boys up. I don't trust them. From 12 years old. Yep. We put them in a fucking little fight village, and the good ones sleep in a house, and the bad ones sleep on a floor, a dirt floor. Yeah. Go Josh Parisian. Yeah, that's literally how, <laughs> like, like get like less food. They don't have their own house, but the the ones that go on to do good have like a car, nice crib. So this guy's probably rolling big time in Cuba. Oh yeah, is that that still happens like right now? What you're saying? I, I like to think it does. I don't know if it's like the 80s or 90s, whenever that was going on, but I like to think it's still like that. What's it fucking? How do you think they're pumping North out North Korea tips? South? <laughs> Fuck. They're pumping out that many good fighters, man. You know, don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. I mean, how many do they got though? I don't know about boxing, but they don't have a ton. I mean, tiny little tiny little island though. So yeah, they're coming. Yeah, we'll see. He's he's thirty five. <laughs> uh, you guys know how I feel about old guys, so yeah. All right. Good. Take him out back and shoot him. <laughs> Take him out behind the barn. And out the pasture. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. This is another good one. Michelle Pereira, Michal Olegzaychuk at UFC 299. 299 is going to be better than 300, first of all. <laughs> 299 is that's I mean, kind of, insane. That's 299 is looking better so far. Yeah. They're going to have to do a lot of shit. I mean, in this fight here, like, not obviously compared to the other fights on 299, not going to blow your socks off, but this shit is going to be fun because, well, obviously, we know Pereira, he can he can crack. Right. And this old mm-hmm. Zaytrek guy, I mean, his I'm a fan of his. He's been super up and down, but when he's on, he fucking puts a hurting on guys, including his last fight when he TKO'd Chidi in the first round. Yeah. yeah. I, I love Cheedy. I didn't like to see that. Yeah. So Pereira's got to make weight though. Yeah. Is it eighty five? I don't think he's missed at eighty five. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they made he him go up. I guess one seventy after he he started fucking around with the weight weight loss shit. Pereira. I mean, he he came into the UFC. He went one and two. He lost to fucking Diego Sanchez. Lost. That yeah. And. <laughs> Gassed out against Tristan Connolly and lost to Tristan Connolly. And since he went one and two, he's gone. He, he's won six in a row now. Fuck. Against like Pawns and like some bigger right. names. So. God, that Diego one, that's a tough L though, dude. <laughs> just looking at the, people are just going to look at his record and be like, what? You're right. Like they're, they're not going to remember the fight. You're right. It just looks like shit on his record, but. I don't know. I think Oleg Zaychuk's going to have a hard time here because he's he's just, you know, I, I like him, but he's so physically, like, not up to the level of Pereira. He's, like, skinny fat, not that strong, not that much pop in his hands, and I just feel like that he's going to have a hard time here. Like- Pereira will literally do a backflip on your head. Yeah. Oleg Zaychuk can't do a backflip on the ground, so... <laughs> All right, um, Naimov. This this is a weird one. Naimov versus Eric Silva, 
at UFC Mexico. So Naimov, he, he comes out there, knocks out Jamie Malarkey on short notice, goes and beats Nathaniel Woods. So you're like, okay, they're going to give him a step up. He just beat two names, really. I mean, two names yeah. that people know. Eric Silva, the 36-year-old, is 0-1 in the UFC. I wish it was Eric C.K. Silva. C.K. Oh, like the old guy? Yeah. Like back in the day with the cool tap? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Silva's 36 years old from Venezuela, and he, his UFC debut, he got submitted by T.J. Brown. And that's who they – that's Naimov's big step up after beating Nathaniel Wood. Weird. It has to be he wants to just stay active – and yeah. doesn't want to wait forever, and nobody's wanting to fight him because what he's yeah. been doing. I mean, yeah, he's he's not really a name at all, but he's beaten two names, and he's good. Yeah. So it's like it's nobody's tough to, wanting to step down, and take that chance. It's tough to talk the the big names into that. Yeah, I mean Nathaniel Wood, great example. Probably shouldn't have taken that fight and lost. Yeah, Dylan, it's your boy. It is, dude. Francisco Prado versus Daniel Zellhuber at UFC Mexico. It's weird seeing these guys we talk about get matched up with each other like that. Yeah. That's a tough – I mean, this is going to be a banger. Like, these guys are going to throw down. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Prado might – he might crack him, though, son. Yeah. Zellhuber, he's going to be much rangier. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, Prado's going to have to make it dirty getting close, but – He's got some slick-ass kicks, and his he's real rangy, like you said. But Prado's a tough motherfucker. I like him. Yeah, I don't love – I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of this matchup because it's 24 years old versus 21 years old. I was going to say Prado's like 12, yeah. Like – Let these – I don't know. Yeah. Save, save that for later. Yeah. Let them, let them yeah, build. Yeah, let them build themselves up or uh, – no, I mean, I guess to be fair, like if Prado loses to Zell Huber, it's not the end of the world because he's still 21, 22 years old. But, right. I mean, have them, have them fight Eric Silva and these 36-year-old Venezuelans, you know? Right. <laughs> no, it should be good, though. They're going to bang. Um, Yeah, we won't save this one because I can't stand this guy. Jarzino Rosenstruck, <laughs> Shamil Gatsiev. Chad, we talked about we did the uh what was it two ninety six review show. Yeah. Gatsiev, we talked about him. The UFC likes this guy, and he went out there and got a knockout in his debut against Budai, who's a half decent fighter. But I didn't realize how much they liked him because they're giving him number twelve Rosenstruck. Yeah. They're a uh, months later. I'm surprised he's still number twelve. Yeah, I know. He's like the worst professional kickboxer in the UFC. No shit. <laughs> like, he doesn't strike. Yeah, he doesn't throw things. No. It, he, he wants to counter. He just kind of sits there. And and he got, he got fucking windmilled by Francis. That yeah. hit me off so much, just seeing him get <laughs> and completely helicoptered to death. It could have at least lasted a little longer, you know? <laughs> I mean, Francis... <laughs> There's certain weird fights like that that are just burnt into my brain, and that one is one of them. It has like zero significance at all, but I, I can just picture that finish right now. I mean, how? Oh can, yeah, how can you get that? You know, <laughs> Francis just sprinted at him and swung his big arms, and <laughs> <laughs> just—I mean, it was the most technical 
Oh yeah, you know, showing of striking I've ever seen. He's really cutting edge the way he like nobody's nobody's throwing hammer fists like that. Right, it's yeah, hard like doing this. Nobody down, like nobody's this. doing that. It's hard like this straight armed. Like that's one of those fights where it's like hard to like reach on like proper technique and shit. And then you see, I know he's a freak, but you see a guy get away with shit like that. It's like yeah. he does that, and then he beats Tyson Fury. Like. <laughs> I mean, should have beat him, but dude can do it all. <laughs> I mean, Rosenstruck, he, he's seven and five in the UFC at this point, but like his losses, Francis, Cyril Gone, Curtis Blades, Volkov, Jelton Almeida, his wins, Arlovsky, Overeem, JDS, Dawkins in 23 seconds. And Overeem, he would have lost, but except he knocked oh. him out in the last two seconds and split yeah. his fuck. Uh, it's like he looked like, like he hit him with an axe in yeah. the face. Like when he knocked out Arlovsky, like I, I was like, damn, this guy might be like the real deal. And then ever since then, he's just fucking done nothing really, except for knocked out over him. He just comes out flat. Like every fight, it seems like, I don't know. Yeah. Fat or flat? Flat. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> this got Gatsiev. I, I don't know a ton about him, but I know he's like 12 and 0. Um, and the UFC is throwing him in there against Rosenstruck in his second UFC fight. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a big step. We talk shit on Rosenstruck a lot, but that's a tough fight for your second one. Yeah. I think. And it's a big it's a big risk for Rosenstruck. I mean, right. you're probably bounced yeah. out of the top 15 if you lose. Oh, well, yeah, especially if you get knocked out. Yeah. But I, I don't think the UFC is like I think they would be okay with getting rid of Rosenstruck. Like they're not going to care that much. <laughs> yeah, he's done what he's needed to. Yeah. Um, Brian Brian Battle versus Angelusa Battle. I'm not super familiar with Angelusa, but I like Battle. Battle, like I I just don't. He's another guy that I just kind of count out a lot. Who did he – he missed weight his last – was it his last fight? And then he got a quick knockout? Those – I think two fights ago. He, he had a fucking 14-second knockout in Charlotte, in his hometown. After he missed weight. Was was that that fight? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He, he won tough, obviously, and I feel like even on the season, he was, like, big underdog. Like, nobody thought he was going to win. And then, yeah. like, he beat Petrosky to win it. Right. He's a fucking monster. And then he now he's five and one in the UFC. He has a forty second knockout over Takashi Sato, fourteen second knockout, and then he rear naked chokes AJ Fletcher his last fight. Like <laughs> he just keeps getting it done. Like it's his old I, I, I dig it. I dig him. I like him. Yeah. Yep. No, he can do the damn thing. I doubted him against uh Fletcher. Me too. Proved me wrong. Yeah, Angelusa, don't know a ton about him. I mean, like, he, he was on the contender series. He lost to Jack Della by decision on there. Uh, and then he's got two decision wins in the UFC, one over AJ Fletcher also. So, I don't know. Don't know really what to expect from him, but I guess I'm just going to go ahead and pick Battle probably because he just keeps winning. So, yep. Um, Christian Quinones, Randy Barcelos. I mean, Quinones, I, I think his brother, I'm pretty sure his brother was Jose Quinones, who was one of the early 
victims of Sean O'Malley in the UFC. But <laughs> super cocky, like came in there and and he had a knockout of Khaled Taha his debut in round one, and then comes in there against Mister Perfect, Kyung Ho Kang. Super cocky, chin in the air, kind of has that Mexican like chin in the air style. Dropped, subbed. So I'm thinking that that's probably a little bit of humble pie, and they got him in there against a 36 year old who's on a really bad streak right now. So should do that well. Something else too, huh? That chest piece. <laughs> yeah, he got a fucking reindeer on his chest. That's disgusting. I don't know what kind of animal, to, but I've never seen a purple deer before. I'll tell you that. Purple as fuck. I've shot one. Purple one. <laughs> yep. Wow. Um, these last two, Giannis Gamori versus Vinicius Oliveira and Callan Lockerin versus Angel Pacheco. It's two guys that were supposed to fight each other in Paris. Lockerin and Gamori that didn't end up fighting each other and they both ended up losing versus mm-hmm. two guys coming out of the contender series. So I'm not a big fan of this muscle tank roid guy, Lockerin. Lockerin, yeah, he's the robot guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking Jack though. He is. But uh he'll stand and bang, but yeah. And his head it's not he physically can't move, I don't think. I it's just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuck. <laughs> he needs to go to the fucking chiropractor or something. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the ones that you know aren't the names. Let's get into the the big the big boy shit here. Marvin Vittori versus Brendan Allen headlining in the awesome Apex on April sixth. Yeah, I know we kind of did our picks on the on the uh, preview show. We went through some of the cards coming up, and we picked. I like Vittori here. I know you guys like Allen, so. I'm leaning Allen, but I can see these ways. It's a tough tough one. Definitely a step up. Uh, I think think I'm going to go with with Allen because I don't know if he's going to finish him. I think it would probably be a decision. But, I mean, Vittori's tough. You know, he's proven he's fought the best of the best. And – I think Allen's finally kind of coming into his own. Like he's kind of showing what he's his full potential. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the UFC for like kind of a long time, right? And really, like, I remember right. The only like kind of bad loss he had was against Sean before Sean was really kind of like what he is now, obviously. And okay, he got knocked out by Chris Curtis also. So both the teammates, but but. I think Sean at that point, because this was in 2020, it, it looked worse for Brendan then, both Sean and Chris Curtis losses than they do now. Right. Definitely aged, but, you know, better. Yeah. Those losses look a little bit better now, but I just feel I like I mean, those guys are still good. I mean, Chris Curtis is. Oh, I'm saying, I mean, I'm saying it looks, it looks better. Looks better now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's just, now he's won six straight. So yeah, last few fights, man, he's just looked really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. He's put he's he seems like Dylan said he's coming into his own. He's kind of putting it all together. I think uh, 
well, two things. I think Brendan Allen's definitely like the more skilled technical guy, but Marvin's he's got that freak just doesn't go away. I mean, literally his last fight, Jared Cannonier broke the middleweight significant strike record on his head. So yeah, and he just bites down the mouthpiece and keeps going. And I think five rounds helps Marvin. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean. We'll see. I mean, Marvin's proven that he can be in there and stay in there, but I mean, he's like I said, he's been fighting the best of the best for a while now. So he's been right there at the top, just hasn't been able to get over the hump to be at the you know right. yeah. the top. It's a big step up for for Allen, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, definitely. His last one was uh, was it Paul? Yeah, Paul and Bruno Silva. So. I don't know. I, I think th- it's this would be a pretty devastating loss for Brendan because he's really got a bunch of momentum right now, and this would just halt everything for a while. Yeah. Wins this one, I think he's right up in the mix. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I think I don't know. I, I'm going to stick with with Allen. I'm going to stay with him. I mean, he would jump from eight to five right here. I mean, yeah, he's 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 right there with all the big boys. Yeah. I'm going Marvin just purely because of the five rounds, basically. All right. Um, one we didn't, one I was, I saved <laughs> our favorite fighter, Raul Rosas Jr. versus Ricky Tercios. Back, this is a back on track fight, 100%. Right. Yep. Tercios had a, a good run on the Ultimate Fighter back in the day. I think he went all the way to the finals and lost, but this is just. Raul's supposed to win this one. A hundred percent. And it's in Mexico. Yeah. They're going to give him something to win, you know, get back on track, which, I mean, he won his last one. Yeah. He right, came back true. after the Christian Rodriguez one, but uh, he's, uh, he's definitely supposed to win this one. I mean, they're, I mean, he's, he's also 12 years old. He's got forever to, you know, get better. Yeah. I keep, I've said it before, but I do think he's got the the tools to really be good. But they're they're gonna need to do this what they're doing right now, what they did with Sean to allow him. To oh, definitely. There. They're not gonna be able to launch him up there. He's just not there. He's way too green. Yeah. All right. Um. All right, uh, Bruno Silva versus Chris Weidman. Bruno Silva is another guy that's had such a weird fucking run in the UFC. Dude, he's fought some tough fucking guys, and I'm picking him to beat Weidman. Yeah. Fairly easily, I think. I mean, <laughs> Bruno Silva's last last five fights, decision lost to Pereira, submission lost to Mearshart, round one knockout of Brad Tavares, round one rear naked choke lost to Brandon Allen, and a decision loss to that Shara Bullet, ginger Russian guy. <laughs> He's beating Weidman. Yeah. I can see it. I mean, Weidman just, I know it was his first time back the last time we saw him fight, but it just, it was it was really kind of sad to watch. It just didn't look like, it looked like a 55-year-old Weidman out there getting his uh, legs chopped off. And that, yeah. That's the thing. It wasn't only his... It wasn't even the leg injury; it was the other leg. Right. Yeah, yeah. He just looks slower. 
Yeah. Like it definitely, I mean, it could have been the ring rust. Maybe he's working at it now, but. So. And back in the swing of things, but I just don't see it. Huh? I said Bruno will kick him too. Oh, yeah. Bruno, Bruno has 20, he's 23 and 10, and 20 of his wins are knockouts. Yeah. He's, I think he's going to put it on him. Yeah. I mean, he's been on a real shitty run right now, but. I don't know. I just don't see Weidman beating him. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want to. I'm rooting for Weidman, but I just, I don't see it. Happening. I mean, the the glass half full side of the the Tavares fight is that Weidman he like clearly wanted it. Like he didn't find the door. Like right. he, he fucking yeah. no, he cried. stayed in and then he fought. No, he didn't. Yeah, find a way out or nothing. And Bruno Bruno gets tired sometimes. Like he, he'll he'll gas out a little bit. So I don't know. The safe pick's probably Bruno, but I'm kind of thinking I want to pick Weidman here. I would I would rather see Weidman win, of course. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You'd want to see that, but I don't know. For some reason, I just – I don't know. I wasn't – I didn't – his last fight didn't really give me a whole lot of hope. No. Okay, so before we get to the big two, real quick, they rebooked um, Dominic Reyes and Carlos Olberg. Reyes has been knocked out three times in a row. Olberg has bastard. four first round knockouts in a row. Poor bastard. I'm a big black jag guy. Yes. I think he's the sleeper in that division. And I think he's got all the potential in the world to to climb that ladder, dude. I think he's got it. Yeah. And he's gonna use Dominic Reyes' head. Yeah. He's gonna step. And he's to gonna dribble him off the he's gonna dribble him off the yeah. canvas for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that uh at least I hope. That poor bastard, man. It's been through the ringer. Just <laughs> so bad. I mean, it's, it's, I feel so bad for it's him. Been, it's been against the fucking the guys. Like, Dude, oh, yeah, but, it's, been, it's been against killers. But, but He arguably uh, beat John Jones and then just gets pulverized. Yeah. <laughs> like into oblivion. Yep. It was, I, well, I say the guys. It was like two of the guys. It was fucking Yuri and Yuri. what was the other one? Uh I know one. The one was Ryan Span. That's not. That's not good. Yeah. That's not the guy. It was Yuri, and what was the other one? I can't remember. Yawn. It was Yawn. Okay. Yeah. That's. Those are fine. Like I can. I'll give you a pass for those. But. But all three. Oh, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Ryan Span was a jab. That's tough, dude. I think Jag is gonna. He's gonna put on a highlight reel. I think. Yeah. We might see a head should, anyways. Head actually come off. Yeah, we might see an actual head roll across the cage. Jeez. Well, um, that that put, good luck. That puts Olberg at because somehow Reyes is still fourteen, so that puts Olberg at fourteen, and basically he can fight any basically anybody in the top fifteen because he hasn't really fought any of them yet. Right. And I think it, the UFC they're they're gonna want to push him. I think especially because he's buddies with Izzy. Oh, he's a and he's a complete fucking dime piece. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, do they do they try to like fast track him up there to fight Alex because of the Izzy connection? He's also like already in his thirties though. Like he's not super young. Yeah. I think anyway. Isn't he like thirty two? I want to say he is. I think so. I think he's like 34. Fuck, is he that? 33. Yeah, he's got 33. 
So they, I don't know if they'll just shoot him right up there real quick, but it needs to happen in the next year, maybe two, two years. If he knocks out Reyes, his next one should be, you know, someone like, I'd say higher stature. I mean, he would go 14 and then above him is Merzikhanov, Minifield, Span, Smith, like none of those names, Uzdemir, none of those names really like get, get anybody's juices flowing. So I wonder if they would jump him up to like Khalil at eight or Krilov at Ooh, six. Khalil. I don't know if they, they're going to do the Khalil at eight. I mean, maybe not Khalil, but like up in that, at like like Nikita Krilov or if Johnny Walker loses or something. Maybe. I could see them doing one more fight, like him jumping to a, a Ryan Span. Yeah. Fight Ryan Span, and then you get another one, or you fill in for uh, somebody and prove yourself. Especially if he knocks, say he fights. When he fights Reyes, knocks him out, and say it's Uzdemir or or Span, and he gets through them fairly easy. <laughs> Chad just already decided he's already won this fight by knockout. Like when he goes in there, and knocks him out. <laughs> when he fights Dom, when he knocks him out. <laughs> I mean, it, I just that's I think it's going to happen. I I feel so bad for Reyes's family. <laughs> the food is like there's just less and less food on the table lately. Yeah, if if Reyes wins, I will, I will just be so happy for him. Right off the top of your head, can you think of any anybody that's that's went on a four loss win streak all by knockout? Four loss win streak, uh, or yeah. four five I don't know. lose streak all by well, knockout? I think it was three, but no, I'm saying after this one. Oh, <laughs> I mean, what was Cody? Cody was only three, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't think it was four, dude. No, because he uh, he lost the font by decision. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there has been somebody, but there not there has not John Jones level, right? To that, to that yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about falling off a fucking mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, poor guy. Okay, let's stop shitting on him. Let's yeah. move on to the next. We'll tag him. <laughs> um, all right, all right. We got the big the big two now. The, the the moment you've all been waiting for. I guess we're gonna start with Dustin and Benoit Saint Denis. Like, I fucking hate this. I can't stand it. They better be paying Dustin all the money in the fucking world. That's the only way it makes sense. I don't get it. It's it's a fucking number two or three fighting a 13, 12? Three versus twelve. What the fuck are we doing, Dustin? Dustin said that he wasn't going to fight anybody unless he felt scared. Well, he should feel fucking scared because St. Denis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not. I I think I. I think I'm going to pick St. Denis. I'm not. But, oh, yeah, Dustin's your dog. Un, like, unbiased. Keep going. I don't, I don't believe you. You don't have an unbiased bone in your body. Keep going. But uh, I think. It's gonna be insane. Like, there's no way. I think someone's someone has to be getting knocked out. I think somebody has to be, or it's a fucking just a bloodbath. Like we see another Poirier Hooker. I think, I think that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, and that would be insane. That would be great. And then you can't get mad at who wins or loses. I fucking hate this fight so much, dude. It's literally one of my favorites versus. One of my favorite young up and coming guys. You don't have very many and of those. I don't have very many of those. 
thrown into my fucking goat right now. I think Dustin's gonna he's gonna crack him on the feet a lot of times, but Benoit's not going anywhere. He's I think Dustin's gonna be on his back like multiple times throughout the fight. I think St. Denis is going to have to mix it up to, if he's going to win this fight. He's not going to want to stay in box with with Dustin. No. Yeah, I don't. I would. I would think that'd be pretty stupid if he didn't. If he just chose I, to stand, because I, I think. I mean, Dustin's going to land. Dustin lands on everybody. Like, I, just, I, I hate. I hated seeing this fight announcement. I fucking hate everything about it. I mean, it yeah, makes, I get the. I was surprised. I get the scared thing, but like, I mean, Jalen Turner's Dude. ranked higher. Dan. Well, he already fought Dan, but. RDA is ranked higher. Dariush, like, Fazeev, they're all ranked higher than him. I don't know if Dustin... Yeah, but he was not scared. Like, if he fights Dariush, he knocks Dariush out. He know, okay. Yes, but he's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of respect it because he's down to fight it, whoever just, went at I know he's made a lot of money now, but it's just like... It's so risky. He might not necessarily care about getting the belt back. I don't know if that's in his, like train of thought right now is to try to get back up there to to win the belt or if he's just chasing money and just fighting whoever at this point but if he loses to a number 13 guy it, it, the title's gone forever at that point yeah. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. No especially if it is like you know then you have two back-to-back losses and especially if he gets say he gets knocked out i don't right. think he's going to but um if it's if he gets knocked out, then it's over for sure. He ain't fighting nobody. But uh, he's going to be a, if he chooses to stay and not just ride off in the sunset and you know enjoy his life. I, he's going to be a, a gatekeeper, you well, know, a big name gatekeeper. He'll be like thirty seven this year, I think. That old? I think so. Thirty. He's thirty six now, I think. Yeah. Or he's going to be thirty. Yeah. I, I honestly not not even biased. I I do like Dustin here because dude, he's, he's still he's thirty four. Dustin's only thirty. Oh, is he thirty four? Yeah. I thought he was a little older. But but I, yeah, I, think I mean, deep, deep waters is, is his I, thing. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's his thing for sure. I don't know. I just I like them both. I think it's gonna be. I don't know. I think I'm going with Saint Denis one. Because you guys are going to, with Poirier, and two, I like Saint Denis a lot. If Saint Denis was fighting Connor, would you pick Connor? Huh? If Saint Denis was fighting Connor, would you fight? Would you? Would you pick Connor? Oh, I'd always, you know, I'd like to pick my favorite guy, but realistically, I wouldn't pick him. Realistically, that would be stupid. Fuck you. I, realistically, <laughs> I, I honestly do think Dustin. I'm leaning Dustin. I mean, I don't think he's gonna knock him out in the first round or anything, but. I know Chad doesn't believe me, but that's my honest fucking pick. I mean, it's either either Saint Denis is going to get like amped up in a good way or a bad way. It's either going to be like the biggest moment of his life, and he's going to shit the bed a little bit and be sloppy, or he's going to go out there and it's going to be like this is my whole life on the line. I'm going to kick the shit out of Dustin Poirier. Five round or two, though. I think that's in Dustin's favor. How long ago Maybe. was uh, Gaethje? And Dustin's second fight? It was... Dude, UFC time fucking flies July by. July 29th. Oh, yeah. So, seven, eight months? Enough. It, oh, when's this one again? 299? Yeah, it's in uh, March 9th. Okay, so it'll be nine, ten months since he got 
knocked out. So I mean that's a pretty good time, I guess. I don't. Well, and, and also the Gaethje one wasn't like a, a war by any means. I mean it was just one. No, shot. it was a, yeah, one shot, kick to the head. Yeah. I mean after this one, he may need like a year plus. Yeah, I mean, watch us fucking say this shit, and it's a fucking snooze. No, <laughs> no way. Like I know, but some you know how sometimes we fucking talk about fights getting blown up, and then yeah, but none of these guys are have ever been in a snooze. I know I can say that for sure about Dustin, but Saint Denis, yeah. I, I love the guy, and I and I'm a big fan of his, but he is very hittable. Like he will walk straight into your fucking big yeah. shots. But I think yeah. Dustin. He's just—he's going to box him up until until Saint Denis tries to tries to mix it up. Yeah, I think the wrestling will be a factor because Dustin—he has—he's susceptible to being put on his butt. Right. But five rounds, long time to be in there with Dustin. Definitely, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun one yeah. for sure. All right, you want to cap it off here with the really big big one, the big dick one. Fucking do it. Chucky Olives, Charles Oliveira versus Armin Sarukian, UFC 300. This alone might make 300 cool. Like this fight alone, I feel like. Bilal, Leon, nah, not really doing it. I mean, like it's not bad, but for 300, it's not really doing it for me. Then putting this fight on there, I feel like I'm 100 times more excited about 300 now. What oh, is- yeah. well, a lot of people too just they're questioning why Charles is doing it, but he didn't want to take that long of a wait because Islam he's out all year, he's not gonna now or all summer. Oh, all summer because he apparently got hurt slash Ramadan slash might be some fuckery. Ball's doing another camp in Ramadan for three hundred right now or coming up. Yeah, fucking dude, Islam is gonna be like Khabib, dude. He's gonna fight. Once every year and a half, and next thing you know, he's twenty nine and zero, and he's retiring. Yeah, after not fighting as many people as what you would 29 think. Twenty nine and one, I should say. But All right. yeah, like I don't know, dude. It's so annoying. Like Charles, like Charles didn't he? He shouldn't have to do this. Although he was the one that pulled out of the last fight. But what are the rankings on that? It's like two and four, or one and four, isn't it? One and four, yeah. Damn, he's that high? I didn't know he's number four. Yeah, I mean, he just knocked out Dariush, but that shouldn't mean much anymore, but it does. Uh, That's a, this one, this is going to be a good fight. Yeah. I really, I don't know. I don't know if I could pick a winner just yet. I had Sarukian being champ by the end of the year. He's just so fucking nasty with the wrestling and the scrambles. And then he knocks people out, too, now. That's surprising. Time and time again, though. Charles? Yeah. I love Charles, man. Yeah. It depends on what Charles you get, though. Right. You get the Charles versus Islam, where he forgot who he was. (laughs) And then you get the Charles versus Dariush, and he remembered who the fuck he was and killed him. I know Dariush is not, like, hard to knock out for these guys anymore, but, like, that's the one that where I was like, okay... If Charles puts these hands on guys like that, it doesn't matter if it's fucking Islam or Sarukian or anybody. Right. He's right. he's fucking their face up. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But Sarukian's got the wrestling that can change everything. Like 
Charles might not be able to sit down on his punches because he's going to get just scramble fest the whole time. He's nasty off his back, though. I mean, I know you don't see that a lot. You don't see guys really getting finishes after getting taken down like that. But And uh, I guess does does the threat of the grappling <laughs> change Sarukian's game plan at all? Yeah, he might not just kind of be as a, as aggressive with his shots. Maybe a little methodical about it and maybe up against the fence or throw a bunch of combos in front of it and then shoot, you know. I hope he. I hope that Dariush knockout it got him feeling confident in his hands, and that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I want to see him yeah. slug it out. But it's gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be fun. If I'm Gaethje, I'm I'm not happy right now because the winner <laughs> of that, no matter what, there's no way around it. They're getting the shot. Whoever wins this fight, yeah. not right. Gaethje. Gaethje should take that BMF fight with yes. Holloway. It's cool. a great matchup for him, I feel like. Oh, oh dude, yeah, definitely. Taylor made for Gaethje, I think, yeah. dude. I, mean, I, lo- I like Max, but I just think he would take an ass whooping from Gaethje. I agree. Yeah, I think Gaethje would be the first one to finish Max like that. Yeah. I get- that's, that's what I think. I think it just – that would be the one to put Max in that category of – was Start that, getting that like out. possibility, or is that just a, like guys like us talking about that? No, Max said he'd do it. Yeah, I don't know if it was ever. Max said he he called out Gaethje and said he'd do it. If you ever feel like putting that BMF title up, I'll fight you. I'm sure the UFC poked around to try to make it happen because Gaethje's they know Gaethje's just gonna have to wait. So I'm sure right. they tried, like, but like they they should have made that happen like roughly the same time as as. Charles and you know, winner winner fight dinner. Dinner, yeah, dinner. <laughs> hey, we got breaking news. <laughs> Who is it? Wiley Zhang, Yan Zhao Nan, UFC three hundred. Oh just shit! Announced it. Yeah, like it was. It wasn't on UFC news alerts, and then I refresh it, and now it is. Huh. So, not yeah. Vegas or. Yeah, Vegas a little different than China, but still yeah. a big big card. China, Why did they do that in China? That would have been fucking awesome. I don't know. I mean they they've only done like one or two events in China ever, right? I mean That would have been sick yeah. though. I mean I guess I I'm guessing people would have cared over there, but it's it's still even in China, it's probably gotta be hard to have them headline a pay per view. Or I guess right. I guess it didn't have so, to be a pay per view necessarily, but so that would be I'm trying to think of what where that would fall on the main card. Let's uh, real quick before we get out of here. The title fight got to be on the main card, but right. I, I mean, like, it's not going to be a co-main, I wouldn't think. Let's let's real quick go through what what they have on Tapology so far because the UFC website probably has nothing on it. So, well, they don't even have that fight on here yet. What what else? What's the main card so far? Does it even show an actual card yeah. like split up, break up? Uh, yeah, actually, it's it main event as of uh, according to Topology, Leon Bilal, Yiri, Rakic main card three rounds, Charles Sarukian three round main card, Cater so Cater Aljo prelim, Nickel Brundage. So as of as of now, that's a co-main. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna check the UFC website, but I'm I'm almost guaranteeing that it's it's not on there yet. Man, 
Leon and Bilal just it doesn't get my my juices flowing for some reason. They just have they have all the names. Nobody likes all the names are fighting before that. Literally, two ninety nine is going to be yeah. better. Yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know why maybe it's I think the fighters were like fuck you we don't want to wait that long. We want to get to fighting. Yeah, it's three hundred. That'd be cool to be on that card. But the thing is, like. 298, 300, 299, 301. Like, what's the difference for these guys? I mean, it's it's not yeah. – they're, they're still yeah. not making enough money. Like, It all depends on who's on the card with you. Yeah. And they're like, hey, That's Leon awesome. and Bilal, you'll be on their card. Like, no, I'm going to go like, be on Sean's card. going to want Leon and the Falafel. I'll be on either of the Sean's card <laughs> instead of that card. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. So – all right. Well, that's your uh, that's the the matchups for this this past week, Wednesday to Wednesday, basically. So uh, the plan is to keep doing this, and uh, I'm assuming most weeks we're going to have a lot less to talk about. I feel like there was a million fights this week that got announced. I think we went through like 75. Yeah, it seems like it. So we're going to keep doing this. Uh, we're uh, we're brainstorming on a name for this. We'll probably name it at some point, but we'll. Uh, Check back with us on that. So, you guys got anything else? Any other yeah. thoughts? No, nope. I'm excited, dude. I, I'm excited for this year. Two ninety nine, you know, three hundred. Obviously, even the, the the fight nights coming up, it's gonna be a blast. I'm excited. I'm glad we're getting fired up this weekend. Yeah, go watch our preview show for Walker versus Anka Live too. At HR mm-hmm. Podcast Instagram at Hungoverhand Right TikTok, like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Love Peace. You.